Welcome to another episode of the New Channel Sports Podcast. Here's what's coming up on the show. He had the greatest defensive play in NBA Finals history. Don't roll your we were eyes. Over that. Don't I roll thought we were eyes. over that already. So you're talking about Tayshaun Prince. I'm talking about LeBron <laughs> James, okay? He, look, I'm going to say this again. It was the moment. It was game seven. If he doesn't make that block and Andre Iguodala hits the layup, the Golden State Warriors are the champions. That block was a bigger play than Kyrie Irving's shot. That shot was clutch, man. It that was, was but I'm the block saying, was, hmm. Oh, what? You're, 69, you're the biggest play on the court. You're supposed to make that play. You're tuned into the New Channel Sports Podcast, the ultimate sports talk podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. Uh, we have an awesome show for you guys today. We're going to talk about our top five first overall NBA draft picks. <laughs> Thursday, June 22nd, is the NBA draft. Zo Ball and Markel Fultz, that's pretty much going to be number one, number two. Prob- right? Probably. I mean, that's something crazy happens. Well, I'm just, um, you know... First of all, I want to say what's up to Cowboy Nation, but yeah, I've been kind of. Leaving. I tried to see where we can get away from that. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to go straight into the show, and maybe you will forget. But I've been leaving. I've been leaving people out, man. And I don't know if you. I don't know if you've known this or noticed this about me yet. But I'm also a Lakers fan, so I've been leaving out Laker Nation, and Laker Nation is coming back in full full effect. But I'm hoping we don't take Lonzo Ball. We we better not take Lonzo Ball. Really? With number two? No, no, no. I don't want that. Lonzo Ball is going to be a Laker. No, he's not. It's, 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 it's once, who who is it? Philadelphia has number one pick now, right? First. Or Correct. It, yeah, they have the number one pick now. They're going to take faults. And Lonzo Ball is going to be a Laker. No. Nah. No, he's not. No. We can talk about that more on Thursday. Because <laughs> I think he's going to be, I think that's that's written in stone. He's going to be a Laker. No. If, I can't. Who else are they going to take? I mean, Jackson, Jackson would be a good pick. We we might trade that pick for uh, Paul George now that you know he's said that he wants to be a Laker and Cle- before Cleveland snatches him up, we better do something. Let's get into our top five, okay? Um, you want to go first? Want me to go first, or how you want to do this? You know, I, I I want you to go first, and then okay. if we can just you know go back and forth if if that's all right with you, because I'm curious to hear what you what you got on this one. Number five for me, AI, Allen Iverson, okay. Um, 2001 MVP, Rookie of the Year, uh, playoff average scoring second to only Michael Jordan, icon, as far as I'm concerned, NBA. I mean, the crossover, you know, it, it was hard. Number one, I'm still thinking about two in my head, who's going to be number one and who's going to be number two. And number five, it was, well, it kind of, you know, gives away the rest of my my list. But Shaquille O'Neal and Tim Duncan, those three with Allen Iverson. I mean, those two with Allen Iverson. Those were people I was choosing between. And uh, I just had to go with AI. Man, I know. You been drinking today? Uh, not really. Not really. <laughs> not, nothing you, with alcohol in it. I'm just. I'm okay. So this is our own individual list, right? And I, and I and, I, and I've got to respect that. But right. according to Kevin Durant. 
Kyrie Irving's better than Allen Iverson. So Kevin Durant said that. Yeah, Kevin Durant says Kyrie Irving's better, better than Allen Iverson. So I'm, in what world? I'm just saying. I'm just. Saying. Are you agreeing with that? No, I, I'm not agreeing with that. <laughs> you, I'm brought just saying, the, you brought the quote, so I'm thinking that you were agreeing with no, that. No, I don't agree with that. I'm just surprised that AI is that high on anybody's list as the number one overall pick. Now you are correct. Allen Iverson is probably pound for pound the best basketball player. No, my number one is pound for pound the best basketball player. Okay, okay, for sure. Okay. Um, now you know, eleven number one overall picks have won MVP some of them multiple times but 11 total have won the number one pick Mm -hmm. and I'm I'm sorry 11 number one picks have won the MVP and my number five is much better than Allen Iverson that's fine Um, and he might be a little bit higher on your list right but my number five goes to the 1969 number one overall pick by the Milwaukee Bucks and that was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar he's number five on your list number five you have four people four people Ahead of Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Yes. Have that you was. been drinking today? <laughs> what have you been drinking? What have you been smoking today? <laughs> Man, nothing at all. Kareem, I mean, he's 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 number five on my list. I, I can't stop staring at you. Not it's not for any, you know. <laughs> Is it because of my shirt that I'm wearing? No, 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 no. I number five. Number five. Okay. Do you like to elaborate on that and why he's number five? Why he's number five? Because I think the four people that I ranked ahead of him mm-hmm. are truly, you know, okay, maybe not truly, but without question, probably the best at their position ever. So you don't consider Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to be the best center ever? No. He might be the best scoring center ever, but he's not the best center ever in my opinion. Okay. Yeah. So it, I, I, I can I can I can think of a couple of centers that the thing is when you say a center is the greatest scoring center ever, it makes the other things that the center can do less valuable to me. Right. So that so that's what I'm saying. So he's the greatest scoring center. There's other aspects of the game that Kareem did very, very well, just not as good as some others. So when I take them all together and put one player together, then I've got a different answer for the, the, the top overall center ever play. But everybody else that I have on my list, in my opinion, are the best to ever play their positions, and they just so happen to be number one picks in the draft. Okay. I, okay. Number four on my list. Two-time NBA champion, only player in NBA history, to win finals MVP, league MVP, and defensive player of the year in one season. And he's the all-time blocks leader, all-time NBA blocks leader. I'm talking about Hakeem, the dream, Olajuwon. Don't do that. Don't do that, okay? Hakeem Olajuwon, to me, I'm biased, okay? I'm biased. Definitely. He is definitely the greatest center to ever play the game. Who did you put the what who put this list together for you? I put it together by myself. You put this you put I did. AI number 5. <laughs> <laughs> and now, let me tell you this. I I won't interrupt you. Go ahead, finish my well, Part of my list also involves things that happen off the court. Okay? I'm a Houstonian. I'm a Rockets fan. 
I was around when the Rockets won their back-to-back championships. Mm-hmm. And so Hakeem. Thank you, Michael a, Jordan. <laughs> that's another debate that we can have <laughs> later on. Hakeem has a special place in my heart, okay? Well, we're talking about best NBA duels of all time. I thought about saying Hakeem Olajuwon and anybody else. Hakeem Olajuwon and Vernon Maxwell. Hakeem Olajuwon and Kenny Smith. <laughs> Hakeem Olajuwon and Robert Ory. I thought about it, but it was it, it was a ludicrous thought. So I just left it. I left it aside. But you know, Hakeem Olajuwon, man, he did it on both ends of the floor. You know, and you talked about that with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You know, if you if Akeem Olajuwon played basketball in today's era, because I know we had a little debate about Shaquille O'Neal playing in this era. If Akeem Olajuwon played in this era today, he would have absolutely no problem. If, I, if, I they, if they want to that. switch off and, you know, he wants to play one-on-one against someone, he can definitely hang. He has probably for a center the best footwork ever for a center. Are you just talking about the dream shake? That I mean, that was one time I mean, he got about, Robinson pretty the, good. But oh other than that. Oh, my God. He destroyed Robinson in that series. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm talking about defensively, too, though. I mean, his defensive awareness. Oh, my gosh. I mean, over, overall, how can you not say he's the best tender of all time? Shaquille O'Neal was dominant. He did it scoring. His defense lacked. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, like you said, he was a scorer. But his defense also lacked. Okay, I can't. I can't knock you for being biased and putting Olajuwon ahead of so many other greats that have. You have Kareem. Grace you have Kareem number five. I do have Kareem number five. I, I do have Kareem number five. And you are a Laker fan, right? Yeah, I am. I am. <laughs> but to 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 my credit, I wasn't. I, I haven't. I'm gonna be honest. I haven't been a Laker fan all my life. I've been a, a fan of players more than I have of of teams growing up. So it went from. Dr. J to Barkley to Shaq to Kobe to, you know, now I'm probably Dirk and, and Kevin Durant. Those are probably my favorite players in the game. But uh, team-wise, it's been the Sixers, you know, the Suns, teams that they've played for, Lakers. Right. Uh, and I'm sticking with the Lakers. I'm not moving. That's it. Okay. Life. I mean, that's what most Lakers fans say. Yes, I'm not going. Bandwagoners. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I would have jumped a long time ago. But, but speaking of Lakers, my number four uh, – all-time number one picks actually happened to be a three-time MVP. And uh, he's got several nicknames, some that we've learned recently from a, a 30 for 30 that's that's coming out or that has come out. But the 1979 number one overall pick, Irvin Magic Johnson, number four. Uh, I don't think you, there's – you could argue that there's better point guards that ever played this game, but you'd be wrong. Because Irvin Magic Johnson is, without a doubt, probably the best point guard to ever grace the hardwood. And what Magic was able to do, minus that 1984 series against the Celtics, I think his numbers speak for itself. So you talk about stuff on and off the court, what he did for the game, how he basically helped save the game of basketball, in my opinion, him and him and Larry Bird. But to win the number of championships that he's had, what he's done for the businesses and communities, and how he's going to help save my Lakers and bring them back, he got the nod at number four for me. Three-time MVP. Bob. Yeah, I, I can't disagree with that. I really can't. Uh, Magic Johnson, to me, best point guard to ever play the game. As well, if he played in the league today, he would be a problem. Absolutely. Absolutely. Not only can he run up and down the court, I mean, if he wants to go down low and say, I'm going to post up now, take on Curry, Westbrook, Damian Lillard, 
Who's going to guard him? None of them. And you got to put LeBron on him. <laughs> yeah. Basically, you got to put LeBron you, on him, and then LeBron's going to be twi- tired. Yep. So, And I say that to say that Magic Johnson is my number three. Okay. All time. Okay. He was a rookie. He won rookie of the year. He was a finals MVP as well mm-hmm. that year. And they won a championship. Okay. Magic is Magic is almost overlooked, though. As you know, you have this conversation about the greatest players of all time. Right now, we're talking about Jordan and we're talking about LeBron. To a certain degree, also Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is overlooked also. Definitely top five for me as far as all-time players. I can see that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I remember saying that that, you know, that duo right there, who's going to stop that? Who? You can't. And, and we, you know, people talk about the super teams and stuff like that. When you think about Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Mm-hmm. James, James Worthy. Worthy, Byron Scott, that, that was a super uh, team. God, Kurt uh, Rambis. Yeah, yeah, Jamal Wilkes. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had Bob McAdoo, even though, mm-hmm. I mean, he was a little bit later in his career, but they had a super team to they me. They did, they did. So I don't think this stuff is new to me, but yeah, they had a great team, and those guys were those guys were, were amazing. I, it's funny you had Magic, you, you know, that, at number three. I, I mean, I had him at number four, so that's not a huge difference. But for me, number three goes to, honestly, one of my favorite players to ever play the game. Although I wasn't a huge fan of the team, I wasn't necessarily necessarily not a fan of the team as much more as so I So you do have Elijah on your list. No. No. Oh. Elijah's not even no. No. Oh. Uh <laughs> but <laughs> but this guy I don't I don't like this team's fans as much. So that thing so sometimes you're talking about a Laker player, then. No, okay. no, I, I'm confused no. right now. I just bro. want to make sure I preface this. So if anybody who knows me is listening, uh, I don't care for their fans. Their teams, I'm okay with. Their player is one of my favorite players to ever play the game. I, personally, I just couldn't root for him as like I wanted to because their fans are terrible collectively. Uh, and that goes to the 1997 number one overall pick, two-time MVP. Um, Mr. Tim Duncan. Oh, goodness. What do you have against San Antonio Spurs fans, man? Sp- man, I grew up in San Antonio. Spurs fans, you couldn't give away Spurs tickets when I was younger. You could go to Taco Cabana and get like a, a taco combo and a free ticket. He'd be like, nah, I'm good. You keep the ticket. Like, I don't want it. Uh, you would, People just weren't doing it. But now all of a sudden, they got David Robinson, who was also a number one overall pick. Not on my list, by the way. Um, but after they did the tank job to get Tim Duncan, mm-hmm. uh, Tim Duncan, I mean, what he did, the numbers speak for themselves. There's, right. To me, he is the greatest power forward to ever play basketball. I agree. And and, and, and as much as I respect and love Carl Malone, even though he didn't give us a championship in L.A. like he was supposed to, Tim Duncan, there's nothing you can say about him. Dude's a great guy, um, played very well, led teams, it, uh, probably played longer than what he needed to. Um, but – you know, when him and Kobe Bryant were there and, and the rivalry that they were able to create and to bring championships to my hometown that we never thought, I never thought that they would see, uh, really made me proud. But Tim Duncan at number three, uh, I don't I don't think that, you, I don't, it's, it's tough to argue. His longevity, the Spurs are wouldn't be the Spurs today without Tim Duncan. Greg right. Popovich has a lot to do with it as well. Right. But right. Tim Duncan was that staple that just kind of kept it all together. Yeah, I mean, I really struggled, like I said, with my number five. It was Tim Duncan, Allen Iverson, or Shaquille O'Neal. For me, like I said, the people that are on my list, it also has to do with things off the court. Okay, How many documentaries have you seen about Tim Duncan? You know, not many. Zero. Not many, yeah. Zero, if any. How many documentaries have you seen about Allen Iverson? Mm, I've seen a couple. A couple, okay. Ten years from now, 
if you ask the general public who is Tim Duncan and who is Allen Iverson, more people are going to be inclined to tell you, oh, I know who Allen Iverson is, as opposed to Tim Duncan. Now, nothing against Tim Duncan. If I'm starting a team right now, I'm going to probably draft Tim Duncan before I draft Allen Iverson. Ten out of ten times. Right. And, and their careers on the court, Tim Duncan has a, a more impressive career. But for me, when you talk about greatest players of all time, you have to take into account the things they do off the court. Allen Iverson, when he came into the league, he changed the culture of the NBA. Rules changed because of Allen Iverson. Dress codes changed because of (laughs) Allen Iverson. True. Okay? Very true. So I have to take these things into account. You know, even the same thing with Jordan. Jordan right now is recognized as the greatest ever because of things that he was able to do. He changed the way people thought about playing basketball. You know, the most popular basketball shoe ever made are Jordans. Bought some this weekend. All right. (laughs) (laughs) No one, no one's ever going to take that place. Okay. So I I do, those are things I take into account. And that's part of the reason why Tim Duncan is not in my top five. You know, one thing that I just, I mean, you're talking about, see, when I, when I think about sports, I think about things that are, you know, transcending. And you talk about Timmy, the big fundamental. Right. You're talking about people that talk about transcending the game. This guy's a 15 times All Star. Right. Five times NBA champion and 15 times All NBA. Longevity has a lot to do with that. And yes, some of these younger kids may not know Tim Duncan and who he is, but to average what he was able to average over his career and do what he's, what he's done. And maybe I'm a little biased because even though I didn't root for the Spurs, I respect him. So I, I consider myself a student of the game. And so I, I hate. You know, I could go to a Spurs game and they would just yell, you know, Kobe sucks or Lakers suck. And that really wasn't true. It was just some fandom in them coming. Uh, coming. But Tim Duncan, what he did for this game, he he mimicked Adelaide Iverson's dress code. Have you ever seen Timmy? He's in jeans and a long sleeve shirt and maybe a, an undershirt. Like he didn't have the swag and the do-rag and the glasses. He Unlike, didn't have cornrows. He, he didn't, didn't have, have a, corn a, a, a okay. gold chain. Have you or seen Tim Duncan's chain. lack of an edge up? Have you seen that? He didn't care about that. <laughs> but with Tim Duncan, one thing Tim Duncan did that Allen Iverson didn't do was practice. Right? <laughs> practice. Tim Duncan, when you get a number one overall pick, you expect that person to take your franchise to levels they've never seen before. Right. Tim Duncan has five things that Allen Iverson wishes he had. You know what I'm talking about? Mm, I got you. And Allen Iverson wasn't able to do that. He did steal a game and ruin my Lakers undefeated 16-0 playoff record. I, I give him that. But other than that, Tim Duncan, I mean, AI and Tim, that's not even close. Well, okay, look, like I said, when you think of Tim Duncan, right, name his top two iconic images. What I mean is like – like a playoff game or a moment that you point can think four. of. The shot before point four. Okay, point four. The shot before point four. <laughs> okay, that, see, that's my point, though. Everybody remembers the point four with Derek Fisher. Right. Very little people actually remember that Tim Duncan hit an incredible shot before then. He did. Okay. Can you off name glass, anything else? Still, um, off the top of my head, iconic images. I don't know, but I'm sure there's a ton of them. But you can't remember them right now. No. Now, name Allen Iverson. Um, the walk over Tyron Lue. Okay, that's one. Um, him crossing over Jordan. Oh, crossing over Jordan. When that happened. Did he win? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because you remember that moment, though. You remember that he did that. You remember how crazy Jordan looked getting crossed over by Allen Iverson. You remember the playoff game, I mean the finals game, 
where he uh, uh, crossed over Lou as well and stepped over him. I mean, that was wrong. Allen Iverson has some iconic moments, and these things are etched in my brain. And I just, I, I had to put him on the list. I just had to. Hey, I'm, I'm not mad at you. I mean, keeping him up there at number five, he's ranked way too high. Um, he's way too high, but I got to take that. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll give him that. Okay, I'll give him that. Um, so, no, I'm next. Oh yeah, okay, you're next. I'm next. I'm going with number two. So number two on my list. Lou Alcindor, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, mm-hmm. six-time MVP, most in NBA history. Okay. Six NBA titles. This guy, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, okay, he had the most unstoppable shot in NBA history, the skyhook. Nobody can stop that. Nobody can stop that today. Nobody can stop that in the past. He's number two. If you if you haven't if you're picking between centers, you're drafting. This is me personally, and you have a center that can do a little bit of everything. He can score a little bit, he can rebound a little bit, he can block a little bit. But then on the other side of the equation, you have a center that is an unstoppable scorer. I'm taking the unstoppable scorer every single time, and that's just me personally. For you to have Kareem number five, at least he made the top five. I didn't put AI at but number I'm not five. Gonna, Tim Duncan, AI, come on, man. <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> Kareem at number two. I mean, that's probably, I mean, too high for me. It's it's too high for me. I, I mean, he's good. He's really good. I think he played with some exceptional talent. I also think that, I mean, who was, who was Jabbar going up against? Who was Lou Cinder going up against? It doesn't matter. I'm just saying. He could do the same thing to Shaquille O'Neal. No, he would not. Yes, he Tim, would. Shaquille O'Neal would put him in the basket. Oh, my God. There's no, he was too light in the britches to cover Shaquille O'Neal. There was no way. How is Shaquille O'Neal going to stop that sky hook? He, he put a hand. He's 7-1. He's going to follow him? Uh, he may, maybe. But Shaq wasn't going to back down. He's going to he's gonna have to shoot that sky hook from the free throw line against Shaq. He's not getting to the paint and doing that from the block. What, what did Elijah want to do to Shaq in the finals? The Shaq, 1994? Was, Shaq was, that was his second year in the I league. I don't want to hear excuses. That was his, who's, just, what did he who's do? Who's won more ships between Shaq and Elijah? Who has more finals MVPs between those two? Who had better players I, around him? <laughs> he had so Kobe. there goes your best duo. He had Kobe. Uh, oh, but he had Kenny Smith and Vernon Maxwell. <laughs> and Robert Ory, remember that? I do remember that. Yeah. Okay. So, so uh, Abdul Jabbar, Lou Alcindor at number two, a little high for me, but that, hey, that's okay. It, it, to each his own. My number two um, would have to be the four-time MVP, three-time NBA champion, three-time Finals MVP, uh, and that would be none other than the 2003 number one overall pick. LeBron James, uh, I, in in my opinion, he is the greatest small forward to ever play basketball. And so because I didn't think Kareem was the best center to ever play, I couldn't put him at number one. But with LeBron James at number two, it's really, really tough to argue that. He's arguably, arguably one of the top three players in the history of the NBA. Forget where they were drafted. Uh, and what he's done and transcended the game of basketball – even though I'm a huge Kobe Bryant fan, I'm a fan of the game. And I understand what LeBron James has, has brought to the table. I don't agree with a lot of the decisions that he makes. I think he flops way more than he should at 6'9", 275 pounds, or however big he is now. Uh, but what he does when he wants to 
it makes no sense that that man doesn't average, you know, 40, 15, and 15. I could, he could do whatever he wants to do against anybody he wants to do. He's worked on his jump shot. He's worked on his three-point shooting, which is, you know, I don't know if it's improved statistically, but I trust him more as a fan shooting those shots. And you're talking about unstoppable. He's one of the most unstoppable players I've ever seen. I agree with you. I really do. Um, LeBron's number one on my list. He is number one. Uh, I got him at number two, so that's not bad. It's not AI bad, but I mean. I explained to you why I have AI on my <laughs> list. Okay, LeBron James is, is probably the most anticipated draft pick ever in the NBA. He, he has the most, he had the most pressure coming into the NBA as well. Some of that was created by him. That's fine. But, it, you know, he had the most pressure out of any number one draft pick ever. Is he um, really as old as he is? He older than what he he looks like, <laughs> <laughs> especially after he cut all his hair off. <laughs> so I mean, LeBron, he had the greatest defensive play in NBA Finals history. Don't roll I your we were eyes. Over that. Don't I roll. Thought we were I, over that already. So you talking about Tayshawn Prince? I'm talking about LeBron <laughs> James. Okay, he look. I'm going to say this again. It was the moment. It was Game Seven. If he doesn't make that block. And Andre Iguodala hits the layup. The Golden State Warriors are the champions. That block was a bigger play than Kyrie Irving's shot. That shot was clutch, man. It that was. was but I'm the just block saying, was. Mm, oh, what? You're, you're the biggest play on the court. You're supposed to make that play. Not, not when you're halfway down the court, though. Yeah, you're yeah. not supposed to be to run if all he, the way if, to the basket and block that if shot. If he wasn't lazy, maybe he would have been in front of the play. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I'm getting ready to take off this mic and just leave. <laughs> I can't believe you're saying this. It was a great play, man. Name a better defensive play in the finals. Name one. I'll wait. In the finals? In the finals. Defensive play? Mm. We don't have all day. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> one play. I mean, that was a good play. It was a good play. But Kyrie shot, won them that championship. And I want to and, and Kyrie's I Kyrie disagree. went nuts in that game. I disagree. That block won them that that game. I, ha- I have to say that He right should now. have more plays like that. And, in fact, I know in Game 5. He has plays like that. Listen, when the Warriors went on their run in Game 5 just last week, Andre Iguodala came down the court, and LeBron was in front of him. And Iguodala tomahawked that thing on him. And he would not jump with him. And those are the types of plays that I think keeps him from number one. If he played like he should play, if he had that killer instinct like we've talked about, if he if – he, Play like LeBron James could play. Maybe, maybe Tyron Tyron Lewis playing him two minutes. Okay, 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 minutes, okay, okay. Maybe. Look, look, he's look, look, look. too lazy and I, he's too big to be flopping like that. Period. LeBron LeBron James, what do you want him to do? I okay? want. I want. He him. was he was the first player in NBA history to average a triple double. Okay. In the NBA Finals. Okay, I get it. Okay. I get it. Does he get nothing for that? No, he does. But name name me name me a time where you've seen Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant or or a Carl Malone or Shaquille O'Neal or any of those Allen Iverson. Oh my goodness. Any of those players <laughs> be as lazy as he is. Like and, and I don't know if it's lazy. I don't know if it's if it's that he's tired. Whatever it is, he can't do that. And for me, if he needs to come out of the court, come off the court, come off the court. But I, LeBron, I know what happens. You, LeBron James cannot afford to come off the court. Okay, but you can't also dog it on defense. He's not dogging it on then defense. Then what do you call the it? The man is what? Six, six nine. nine? Six nine, how much? 200 and what? 80 pounds. 280 pounds. You have to lug that up and down the court. 
all day. Yeah. I but, mean, you go, you're going to get fatigued eventually. Well, come out the game then. No, he can't come out the game. Because when he comes, comes off the game, the Cavaliers act like they can't score a bucket for nothing. Well, that's why you were number two on Trey's list. Well, that's why he's number one on my <laughs> list. <laughs> well, you know, I, I'm a, I'm you since you were had an opportunity to be a homer and let Elijah skip. But hold, hold, hold on, but Elijah was number four on my list. I know you didn't put someone at number one on your list that you're like a personal fan of. Uh, actually, yeah, because what I what what I looked at was this: this person you talked about transcending the game of basketball. When you have rules created because of you, when you're retired and people still refer to your name during NBA basketball games during the last few seconds or last few minutes of the game, or when Greg Popovich takes out that technique and do it in the first quarter of a game, I think that says something. When you're a rookie and you're able to take you know, a team to the NBA Finals, although you lose, you take a team to the NBA Finals, and then during free agency, you explore free agency and bring back the greatest basketball organization ever – to prominence and lead them to not one, not two, but three back-to-back-to-back NBA Finals, and you are the most dominant player to ever play the game, and I don't think anybody argues that. The 1992 first pick in the NBA draft, Shaquille O'Neal, in my opinion, is the best number one overall pick, period. Not only did he, over LeBron, over LeBron. Not only did he make it to the NBA Finals with a Penny Hardaway and Dennis Scott and Nick Anderson Magic team. Who had the better team in their first Finals appearance, Shaquille O'Neal or LeBron James? The better team. The better team. I mean, Penny Hardaway was better than Larry. Hughes. It was the Orlando Magic. Yeah, but that was not you different can rules. Name, I can't even name other than Larry Hughes anybody else on that Cleveland Cavaliers team. Different rules. Different rules. Different rules, but think about this. Shaquille O'Neal did this with the Magic. He went to the Lakers and got a young Kobe Bryant and crew to to win three, not one, not two, three championships. And then you go to Miami and win again? Come on, man. Who? I mean, yes, I know him and LeBron have something in common, going to Miami and winning a championship. Shaq won his first before he went to Miami. And, and teamed up with Dwayne Wade. But Shaquille O'Neal had rules changed. Jordan rules. You remember the Jordan rules? Right. Shaquille O'Neal has the, – the way the game is officiated today in the post is because of Shaquille O'Neal. So you want to call LeBron James lazy on a defensive end. Yeah. But you're not going to call Shaquille O'Neal lazy on a defensive end? First of all, I don't think Shaquille O'Neal is as lazy. How many times have you seen like Shaquille flop? I don't know. Yeah, I'll wait. We don't have all night. I, I've seen him miss a lot of free throws. I have. I have. And, and LeBron James' free throw shooting has gotten better. Right. I've seen LeBron James miss a lot of point-blank layups um, that he probably wouldn't necessarily have to do. I've seen LeBron James miss shots at the rim or not take shots at the rim and pass it out to have other people miss and have your team lose. I've seen that happen, Just too. Just because LeBron James's basketball IQ is better than damn near anybody in the league, it seems like... That goes against him. He wouldn't be three and five he, in the finals if his basketball IQ, IQ was better than anybody in the league. Well, look at the teams that he's faced. And the Golden State Warriors are the best team ever assembled. That's arguable, debatable. Arguable to who? <laughs> to what team? <laughs> to anybody? To what team? There's what a, team? What I team would have beat them? The I, only team that I can think of that would have beat that team was the Rockets. Is, is the Houston Rockets was oh, one of them? Crazy. Okay, Olajuwon would. Kill the Warriors right now. Okay? JaVale McGee would eat Elijah on alive. I am going to come across here and <laughs> slap you. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. I tried to alert violence, but you're, you're making it harder to me. The Bulls. Okay. 
this S72 and 10 Bulls team could hang with the Warriors. You put Scottie Pippen on Kevin Durant, Scottie Pippen is not going to stop him, but he'll contain him. Okay. Ron Harper on Steph, Steph Curry, Dennis Rodman would give Draymond Green problems. Okay. And then Jordan, Jordan would have his way. The Bulls would slow the game down. That's what they would do. They would go down the other end of the court. Jordan would just post up, do his little thing. Clay Thompson is not going to stop Michael Jordan, bro. Yeah, no, I, and I think the that Bulls, Bulls are winning about six. I think that Bulls team would give them fits. And the problem with the Warriors is that they don't have the the strength off the bench uh, to be able to to hang with them. I think right. Steph and Draymond they'd you all bring, have to play you bring Tony Kucho, Kukoc off the bench too. They'd be they'd, they'd have some trouble. Yeah, uh, they they definitely have some trouble. But back to my man Shaq, real quick. I think that. You know, and maybe I am a little biased um, that and I, that ranking him at number one, but Sha- Shaquille O'Neal, what he's been able to do for the game of basketball, period, and what he's been able to do and what the, the life he brings to basketball now. And Charles and Kenny and Ernie are great, but I think having Shaq on there, I think that adds something to it. But what he's been able to do to the game of basketball, he's first of all very intelligent. He's been able to help um, many, many communities with with his charitable giving and stuff like that since you talked about you know giving back uh, but i just don't see it man when it, when it came down to it you talk about missing free throws when it came down to it a lot of times he made it he made free throws when you got kobe bryant playing second fiddle i mean it was almost like you forget that kobe bryant was on those teams because Shaq was the unanimous mvp not one three times in a row there's not been another person to win back-to-back finals since Shaquille O'Neal's done that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed that. But there's not been another. The Lakers were the only back-to-back champions this century. They did it twice. They went three. They won three Miami times. Miami didn't do it? No. LeBron and the Dwayne Wade? No. They didn't go back-to-back? No. When did they go back-to-back? Well, wait, wait, wait. Let me, let I me think, make I think sure. I think LeBron James and uh, I thought the Spurs Dwayne interrupt, Wade. I thought the Spurs interrupted that. Because they, they lost to the, the Mavericks first. Then they played, um, I want to say it was the Spurs. And that so was the, they played the Spurs in 2014. Right, I want to say that that's right. They want the because the, uh, you can't you can't sit here and say that they're their only team to go back to back and then not even really go. Who they? You're right. They won 12 okay. and 13. Okay. The Spurs okay. won in 14. Okay, that's okay. The, I, you know what? I think I gave the Spurs. See here, I'm getting Spurs fans gonna think I'm hating <laughs> on them. The championship that Ray Allen. Uh, the Spurs had won, but they gave away to Ray Allen. Uh, that prevented the Spurs from winning back to back championships. Right, but. And that's first team also, man. I mean, some of these teams that LeBron James has gone up against, the first finals that appearance he made against the San Antonio Spurs, I don't hold that against him. And this last one where he lost to the Golden State Warriors, I can't hold that against Stop him Stop giving that man buys and passes. I mean, I, what, what can I do, man? Okay. I, you know, I'm just tired of LeBron hate. I, I am. <laughs> I don't hate him. I, I put him at number two on my list, which was hard to do. That that's, that's, that's crazy. Which is hard to do. I think that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, Shaquille. So, Shaquille O'Neal is a better center to you than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is. In my in my opinion, yes. Okay. I mean, it's not. It's they're close. Don't get me wrong. I, they're they're close. I just think Shaq is the most dominant. And you know, and that's why I alluded to Abdul-Jabbar being the most dominant score. But Shaquille O'Neal averaged, you know, thirty plus points in the finals. Yeah, yeah. And he and and he shot fifty five percent, fifty percent from the free throw line. Right, right, right. I mean, that's that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So that's my list. That's okay. my list. 
Just Check. to recap, you know, I had LeBron James number one. I had Kareem Abdul-Jabbar number two. Magic Johnson number three. Hakeem, the Dream, Olajuwon number four. And Allen Iverson number five. Mm. Yeah, in my list, which is probably better. Maybe we should put a poll up and see if people vote whose list is better. Let's do that. Shaq at number one. LeBron James at number two. Bron Bron. Uh, Timmy. Tim Duncan at number three. Magic Johnson at number four. And Kareem at number five. I wonder who would win if we played a game. If my team played your team, who would win? My team would probably win. You're crazy. The X factor is the dream on my team. (laughs) Shaq you have to kill him. Shaq would kill him now. What? Shaq would kill him now. No, absolutely who, who not. Who would hold Duncan on your team? So, I, Kareem. Kareem, Kareem would hold, would hold Duncan. Who's going to hold Allen Iverson on, my, on your team? I'll, I'll put the LB, uh, LeBron or Magic on him. Who's gonna, who's oh, a, who is AI going to hold on this team? Who's going to hold Magic or LeBron? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I still like my list better. You know, sometimes when you're picking the team, you want to pick people that you want to watch. Allen Iverson has that Brett Favre effect for me. I want to watch Brett Favre play. He may not have been the, the best quarterback of all time. Definitely. But not. I wanted to watch him play. I, I wanted to watch Allen Iverson play. I wanted to see whose ankles is he going to break today. Okay. I wanted to see that like little guy get to the hole. And he, he has so much heart, man. I mean, I, I want to watch Allen Iverson play. I mean, I am. I am kind of biased, but he's top five. I had to put him over Timmy. I'm sorry. And Shaquille O'Neal. You know, looking at the rest of the, the you know, the, the ones who won MVP, you put Allen Iverson in front of, I didn't put him on at all, but you put him in front of Oscar Robertson, Bill Walton. He's definitely better than Bill Walton. Um, you put him over David Robinson. He's better than David Robinson. Yeah, his career-wise. And um, Derek Rose. Those are the only other people that were drafted number one overall that won MVP. So, Oscar Robertson, maybe. You know, we, we, so we AI both had be, him off our list, though. AI might be number six. I mean, he might be he might be number six. So five isn't far fetched. Uh, but you you left Tim Duncan off of your list. Yeah, that LeBron James, Shaquille crazy. O'Neal, Magic Johnson. That's the Houston Rocket in you coming out. Hakeem Hakeem Olajuwon. Duncan had a better career than Olajuwon. Hakeem Olajuwon would murder Tim Duncan. On Tim the court. Duncan had a better career than. Olajuwon. Shaq had a better, all those players had a better year, uh, career than Olajuwon. But that's the rocket okay, in you. That's this, okay. This, it's this, the rocket in you. I get it. This is a deciding factor right Choke now. City. A clutch City. Oh Sorry. my God. <laughs> <laughs> I live here now. My bad. My bad, H-Town. I'm sorry, H-Town fans. I'm sorry, Rockets fans. I, I will take care of this, okay? <laughs> we will have a different host next show, okay? It's, it's all settled. But what separates Hakeem Olajuwon from the other people that you named Okay, what's Shaquille O'Neal's nickname? The Diesel. The Diesel. The Diesel. Okay. Um, the, Tim Duncan's nickname is what? Big, Big fundamentals. fundamentals. Then you have the Dream. Okay, the best nickname in NBA basketball history. You, you. Got, I want to drop the mic on that. I really do. Yeah, you need to. <laughs> you, you need to. You need to drop the oh, mic gosh. on that, but. You know what? I, mean, I, I see you wearing a red shirt. The Rockets paying you to say this, though? No. No? no. Not yet. I say it from my heart. I'm not hating on I need on to him. get paid, like <laughs> Lakers fans and Cowboy fans. Hey, I'm not hating <laughs> on him. I, I like I like Elijah on. I really do. I just don't think that. Yeah, he'd probably be he'd probably be number six. AI would be number seven. So you weren't far. You weren't, you weren't, you weren't too far off, but good job. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> 
think that's a show, man. That'll work. All right. Cowboy Nation. And we are out. Thanks for listening to the new Channel Sports Podcast. Leave comments. Please rate the podcast with five stars. And don't forget to subscribe. Check out the podcast daily for sports news and scores. Thursdays for the take of the week. And every Tuesday and Saturday for discussions on hot sports topics.